Welcome to the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, brought to you by GuitarZoom.com. If you want to improve your guitar playing, keep listening. If you want to improve even faster, go to GuitarZoom.com, where you'll find all of Steve's premium courses, masterclasses, and memberships that'll help you quickly and easily improve your playing. Now, here's your host, Steve Stein. All right, since we're having so much fun with open chords, I thought I'd show you something else that's really cool that you're going to be able to use in a lot of your songs is taking those chord shapes that we've talked about, these open chords, and how we can use capos and things like that to move them around. Well, sometimes we're going to move them around and we're not going to use the capo. So what I'm going to do here is let's just take a look at this. Let's listen to the D chord once. If I play it right here. Now listen to this. If I move it up two frets, I get this. See, I can move these chords around and I get different kinds of sounds, okay? Now, there's a song, for instance, by Extreme called Wholehearted. And what happens is I'm going to take this D chord and I'm going to go... see, you can make up lots of really neat things by learning how to move chords around. Now, that song wasn't created by, you know, the, the guitar player Nuno Betancourt using a bunch of scientific whatever. He's sitting around with a guitar practicing and going, that sounds weird. But this sounds pretty cool, you see? And so much of learning how to play guitar, you know, there, there's, there's the elements of fundamental practice, which we've been talking about. But then there's times when you're just sitting around and you're exploring your fretboard. And when I was a kid, I didn't even know that sort of thing existed. Like everything for me, the, every song on the planet, regardless of the style of music was, had to have been G, C, and D, and E minor or something, because I didn't know anything else existed. When I started learning stuff like this, like the Beatles used to do stuff like this. Led Zeppelin would do stuff like this. You know, you can learn to take a chord. This is that same song by Extreme. If I went from here... Reminds me of Super Tramp, if you remember Super Tramp. So what I'm doing there is I'm taking this chord, moving it all the way up to uh, 9 and 10, and 7 and 8. And I'm getting some really cool sounds by doing stuff like that, okay? Another one I'll show you here. We're going to take the E chord, just a plain old E chord. Okay? Now if I take that chord and I move it up, to um, eight and nine. It's got a really pretty sound. If I move it to six and seven, you see those sounds I'm getting? So one of the things I want you to really be thinking about as you learn how to play this guitar, you know, we've already talked about how the acoustic guitar is so responsive in the way that you play it, the way that you strum it, things like that. I want you to always be aware that there's a lot of exploration. Think about how much new music comes out all the time. Um, and you've got the naysayers that'll go, well, everything sounds like everything else. But the truth is, that's not true. There's a lot of stuff out there that's very unique. 
Um, now, right now, we're still in the chording, strumming part of our discussion in this guitar course. We're going to be getting into single notes and all kinds of different things later, but um, but we're learning how to get more creative with these chords. If we want, you know, fundamental standard style playing, we can play a regular G and C and D and we're perfectly happy and it'll be fine. If we want to elevate that a little bit, we can start exploring some of those extensions that we talked about. Right? But now we're learning that we can actually take chords and move them around. Now, this is a very unique and creative space. Um, some people learn how to do this and absolutely love it. Some people don't really get it, right? But it doesn't have anything to do with how many years of theory you had. It has to do with your ability to listen to what you're doing and go, okay, if I take this E chord, for instance, and go like this, just a half step. Now, does that sound good or bad? Well, that's a relative term. It depends on if it sounds good or bad to you, right? The truth is, though, is I can definitely get more of a Spanish kind of thing out of that. If my song wanted something like that, if my song doesn't, then I probably shouldn't do that, right? Where, what if I went up two frets? Well, that's kind of cool. Think about how many wonderful things you could do with just something like that. Now, because of the way the guitar is tuned and the way the chords work, it's not like every single chord that you play is going to sound wonderful if you just start moving it around. It depends. What In my experience, I've found that the Ds work really nice, the Es work really nice, C is kind of unusual. That's kind of weird. That's kind of weird. That's kind of weird. So again, that doesn't weird doesn't mean bad. It just means can I can I fit it in somewhere that's that's functional for me. But I want you to know that this kind of playing exists, okay? If you're enjoying this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, go to guitarzoom.com and consider becoming a premium member. There are 3 memberships to choose from. VIP, which gives you instant access to a library of short but powerful courses as well as new bite-sized lessons each month. There's also Play Songs that gives you step-by-step -step lessons so you can learn to play your favorite songs fast. And finally, there's Masterclass, university-level training on everything from soloing to music theory, from blues to home recording. For more info about these memberships and all the premium courses available to you, go to guitarzoom.com. Now back to the podcast. For instance, um, I just showed you the the one with um, with um, Wholehearted by Extreme. Sorry about that. Um, let's take a look at this one. This one is um, by a band called Alice in Chains, and I think this song is Brother. If I don't, if I'm, I'm just thinking of it off the top of my head. But if I take the A chord and I convert this into what's called an A7, so I'm pressing on the uh, second string and the fourth string right here, and I'm playing the bottom five strings. Now I'm going to use these two fingers just because it feels more comfortable for me. But I'm going to take this, and I'm going to move to three and five. 
And it sounds like this. And again, a really unique kind of sound written by simply exploring that. Now, A7, is that normally a chord that you'd probably associate with Alice in Chains if you know who they are? Probably not, right? But because of the way it's being used, it doesn't have this sort of old school Americana folky kind of sound. And part of it is that little half step. Anytime you use a half step like that, it becomes kind of kind of exotic. Um, but again, I just want you to, to, to be aware of the experience of being able to do this with chords. Um, because I didn't, I didn't know that this sort of thing even existed until I started learning songs and, um, and going, well, how is that even possible? Like, how does somebody do something like that? You know, even, even remembering, you know, little things like that of, you know, learning how to play Stairway to Heaven, for instance, and all the unique things like that. So one thing I will highly recommend to you is it, along your guitar journey of, of learning how to do all this stuff we're talking about, don't forget to take time to learn songs that you enjoy. They don't have to be perfect and they don't have to be exact, okay? But enjoy learning things. Like that's how my guitar teacher experience was very um, unproductive, so to say. And, uh, my teacher was songs. When I was learning how to play, you know, I developed a, an ear for playing and just learning how to play lots of songs, whether I learned them exactly correctly or not by ear. You know, this was back before there was any internet and sheet music online and all that kind of stuff. I had no idea. I was just figuring out as best I could by ear how things went. But in that process, I really learned how to see different things on my fretboard and how things connected together and how unusual different things were. So, you know, if I had a friend that would teach me a, a particular song or something, you know, I was just amazed at how these things went together because all I knew was this, you know, little method book I had that showed you how to play G, C, and D, E minor and, you know, a couple of strumming patterns or something like that. So the... The ocean is vast when it comes to exploration of the fretboard and exploration of this guitar, and I want you to be aware of that. You might wind up being a player that really likes to play within the, the, the lines of normal open chords, standard open chords, and that's okay. Nothing wrong with that at all. Depends on what kind of music you like, right? But be aware that this sort of thing does exist on your journey, so when you th see things like that, you can go, well, that's really neat. So oftentimes what I try and do is just for fun and for creativity, I'll take a certain chord shape that I've learned how to play. You know, let's say I'm doing the C add nine, but I'm going to take my pinky off. So I'm playing three, two, zero, three, zero. And I'll look around for ways to use it And if I find somewhere I like, then I might change a note of that chord, you see? So I'm started with this idea. 
all of a sudden it becomes something completely different and completely unique. And I'm not tethered to the confinements of music theory saying you can do this or you can't do this or it fits in a key. I'm not even thinking along those lines. I'm listening and either enjoying what it is I'm doing or not enjoying it and, and trying to figure out something else that I could do. And that to me is one of the biggest motivators because it's not just, well, how many chords do I know? And you know, all this sort of thing. It's, can I come up with something that I really like? You know, that sound is just really interesting to me. You might not like it, right? And then there's my little idea of extending. I'm gonna add something. And then I gotta decide what I wanna do from there. What else am I hearing or what else can I explore? And I just keep kind of doing different things and coming up with ideas. And believe me, I've seen guitar players over the years, over the course of my guitar playing and, and teaching, I've seen players do amazing things with very limited amount of technical ability, so, so to speak, because they're just, they're intuitive. They're into what they're doing. I've had, and again, I'm not trying to talk your ear off, but I've had people that play other instruments that take guitar lessons because they see how we see the fretboard and they go, wow, I want to be able to do something like that because when I play trumpet, it's more based off logic. I can see how the fact that you've got all of these different strings and they're all tuned differently, you could come up with some really great stuff. So please don't underestimate the power of what you're learning right now and um, how it could feed into your creativity and your songwriting or whatever it is that you'd like to do. Next time on the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, Here's a pretty cool way of being able to finger pick your way through a 12 bar blues sequence in the key of E. I'm going to show you some tricks here that we're going to use. We're going to be using the thumb first and second to do the picking here. And basically what we're going to be doing, we're going to start off on an E power chord and we're going to separate the bass note from the fifth and fourth strings and I'm plucking those fifth and fourth strings with my uh, first and second fingers. Kind of get an old school blues sound there. Hey, Steve Stein here from GuitarZoom.com, and thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, can I ask you a favor? Please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with a friend. Your feedback means more to me than you'll ever know. And be sure to check out my YouTube channels where you'll find over 1,000 videos to help you with your guitar playing. Thanks again for listening. Stay positive, keep playing, and keep having fun. If you'd like some help with your guitar playing but you're not sure how to get started, go to GuitarZoom.com and look for the Help Me Choose survey. By answering a few simple questions, you'll get Steve's personal recommendation of the perfect course for you. All this and more is available for you at GuitarZoom.com.